This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Okay, here we go. Happy Football Friday, G-Bag Nation. I'm working on this bet payoff, the 20-slice cheese sando. And uh, I guess it's called the Bangkok Burger. Not pleasant uh, here as I approach probably 90% done. Just the feeling of bloat and too much dairy and too much fat in your gut. Chemicals. Oh, the chemicals. <sighs> Whatever those science experiment uh, ingredients involve creating, concocting yeah. American cheese. Yeah, we really don't know what you just ingested. It's bloating. It's nausea. It's <laughs> some sweats. I feel like the hint of a headache coming oh. on. It's just, it's bad. <sighs> It's, it, you know, I, I try to stay away from, you know, gorging on items like that. You know m- what my gastro system is like. I talk about the Metamucil all the time. I got to be careful. Uh, so overdoing it to this extent is not comfortable. Actually, the most this is the most uncomfortable part about the bet payoff. It's not eating the whole cheese sandwich. It's this feeling right now yes. of bloat and, and just I feel like an ooze. Here's uh here's the chief though with an addition of football's finest. I do wonder what that's going to do to your insides over the course of the next like twelve to twenty four hours, just just sitting in there, and then also you know yeah. you're throwing off your insides with the metamucil fibers and the kombuchas, so it's just a lot of confusion, you know, yeah. looking like the Cowboys secondary in a well, playoff I, game. I just want to avoid concrete, you know, that's my only goal. If yeah. I have explosions, if I have yes. runniness, yes, fine, I'll live with that. I'm not living with being totally backed up for 72 hours. Skip Bayless, number one front runner hater in all of the world, uh, tweeted out. Uh, it's been five days. I never saw this, but Micah just got around to quote tweeting it and putting his thoughts on it. Skip Bayless tweeted out the other day, can't wait for Micah Parsons podcast tomorrow. That's what he does best. I believe that was shortly after the front runners got smoked in their playoff game versus the Packers last week. Um, Micah just got around to seeing it five hours ago, and his response here in a little pigskin beef, and we got lots of it today. There is a lot. It is a toxic Friday. Micah responds to Skip, you just a hating-ass MF who <laughs> who's mad I ain't want to do your show. Because remember, yeah. last year, the year before, there was whispers that Micah was going to do a weekly uh, pop-in on the Skip Bayless show. Uh, and then that never ended up um, happening. So Micah is alluding to that. He says, where was all this when you were on my bleep wanting me to come on your show every Tuesday? You lame ASF, Skip, real S, fake-ass Frontrunners fan. So He is a fake Cowboys fan. You know. Yeah, for it's sure. Embarrassing. He is. It's disgusting. He likes the Frontrunners as much as he likes LeBron. Yeah, not at all. Uh, and then apparently Micah tweeted out something and then deleted it uh, saying, y'all are going to fit whatever narrative y'all want about Sunday. I'll drop my facts soon. Delusion versus reality. But then he he deleted that one. So uh, nonetheless, Micah, you know, it took him a few days. He probably stayed away from the Internet, which is understandable after a loss like that in the playoffs. But now he's back on a football Friday going into the weekend with, uh, you know, a healthy level of, of anger and violence inside of himself. Well, yeah, you'd hope that he has a great offseason like he did last year, you know, commit himself to finding new ways to perform. Use it as fuel. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want anything I've seen from Micah Parsons. I feel like um, he's doing his job incredibly well, and it's just a, it's a defense that ended up with a giant hole in the middle that they temporarily had plugged with Leighton Van Der Esch and some pretty good safety play, but both those things disappeared this year. Mm. Now, uh, the next stop around the pigskin beef is actually with another former front runner, Cole Beasley, Uh-oh. friend of the nosebleed seats, yeah. one of the best interviews we ever had. Just a Hall of Fame interview, really. He tweeted out yesterday, what's up with all these dudes painting their nails nowadays? That ain't it. Dot, dot, dot. Was he going to chew? Me, uh, oh, okay. Fair enough. Yes, I do still have the remnants of pink on my fingernails, but I can blame my daughters for that. Yeah, okay? you're not doing this for fun. I, you're, not, I, you're, not, you're not doing a Caleb Williams. Now, maybe I'm just using my daughters as a facade, though. Could be. Okay, maybe this is the real me. Who knows? Hey. I'm not going to I'm not gonna show my cards. Okay? Look good, play good, feel good. But Cole Beasley uh, is saying that ain't it to dudes painting their nails. Now, I don't know if this is shots at Caleb Williams. I don't know. Maybe shots at Dwayne Wade, who's recently a, a, oh, a fingernail that? paint dude. Um, so, nonetheless, Kenny Stills, former Sooner. Carter pitching a tent. Oh, I think he is a finger paint guy. He says it's color on nails. That's like someone asking what's up with all these dudes getting tattoos. It's self-expression. Okay. So Kenny Stills, maybe a finger painting man himself, is here to disagree with the notion that Cole Beasley has that it ain't it to be a dude to paint your fingernails. Cole Beasley responds, I disagree. Tattoos tell a story based on the image you get. Painted nails have no image. What exactly are you expressing? Because I can only think of one thing. LOL. I wonder what that is. Me too, man. We're all guessing, right? Jeez, Cole. And then someone sent uh, Cole a bunch of photos of his hair over the years that is just flowing. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> he did have great hair. Well, Correct. I mean, I don't think it went anywhere. What exactly were you expressing here with these hairstyles, Cole? Says some random dude on Twitter. And then Cole says, apparently Jesus had long hair, and I heard he was pretty cool. It worked because I was second team all pro that year. What did you do then? Question mark. Oh. Was he really second team all pro in his life? He gets to say that? I think that he was with Buffalo that one year. Had a big year. He, he had a really good year. Second team all pro? I mean, That's surprising to me. It. Well, I guess Trump if you asked Bland, me yesterday, was Cole Beasley ever a first or second team All Pro player? I would say no, no absolutely not. I, 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 that it would mean you're one of the well. best, best six receivers in the game. But Deron Bland did just get first team All Pro, and then we've got people coming out saying he can't play man, he can't yeah. cover. Yeah, so yeah, but he did know. score five touchdowns. Damn as a right. Defender. Uh, Cole I Beasley. I, I, I think I, I think I think Cole should go go quietly into, into retirement or maybe he can't try no. to find some sort of enlightenment or wisdom it's just an embarrassment he enjoys I mean, these feuds on twitter you know i'm I, the, the painted nails thing was a big deal with punk rockers in the 90s i've seen it a couple of different times come into fashion in in my life and it's just it's 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 weird how you know you could take one group's judgment of what that means and act like it's actual real life you know it's just it's just it's just your opinion cole you know but he, I, mean, I get my joints out painted black sometimes. I mean, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think some people can pull it off. I wouldn't be able to pull it off, well, you know. But but if you want to do it, it I don't think it's that, that different from a lot of I really, things. I wasn't thinking about getting it, you know, painted. Uh, I was getting them done by the person that does my girl's nails. And she was like, oh, you would look here with some black nails. I was like, well, go ahead then, girl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Make it happen. That was Zaddy Lucius that day. Yeah. So, yeah, every once in a while I come through with it. If I'm wearing, like, a rock and roll tee or something that weekend, I know, yeah, I might get a little 
funky with yeah, the Yeah, I was big punk rock yeah. in, the, in the late 90s. A lot of my uh, buddies were in Portland. They were really into that scene, and they were doing it. And I, was, I didn't do it. And I kind of, as a, as a young meathead then, I looked at them as Cole Beasley did, you know, and I made some cracks. And, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I bet they were funny. I and then I, got, then I got were in my 30s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you realize this is silly. And you're like, crap, Dude, you I know don't his, think we're allowed to do this anymore. Okay, Cole Beasley's <laughs> second team All-Pro season. He had a career high with 82 catches, 967 yards, and four touchdowns, and was named second team All-Pro. Say that one more time, please. Right? Like, that does not sound... I, I'm looking at pro foot, the reference, and they usually put an asterisk or a mark if you've made all pro a designation. I don't see one. Oh, no. Did we just get ball sacked by Colby? No, no. Does After he have setting, us going down a rabbit hole that doesn't even exist? He was. He, he did He did have a year where he had 82... In, in 2020, uh, 2020, he had 82 receptions for 961 and four touchdowns. Second team All Pro career highlights. Yeah, he made 2020. it. Twenty twenty, and it was that, that year. Was that year? Yeah, because there's a, there's an article of Peter King explaining why he voted Cole Beasley All Pro. They usually, and it's because he's yeah, they, man, not they, a fingernail painter guy. They usually put an <laughs> asterisk on why they if it was a, a special year for them. Yeah, he, he, he did. Get one there. Maybe Dawson, they only do it if you're first team. Seriously though, like ten years from now, daughter comes home with boyfriend, and boyfriend's got fingernails painted. I mean, just be honest about it. Are you asking her? Or are you just this is no problem. This is just this is cool. This is chill. This is awesome. I think, yeah, I think it's something normal. I think it's something normal that yeah, boys do, you know. It's just a phase, you know. Yeah. Think about the world we're Dawson, in now. Dawson. He just said the sentence about fingernail painting. I think, I think it's something, it's something normal do. that yeah. boys do. That's a, that's, a, that's a hell of a yeah. world we're in now, fellas. Dawson. Even masculine boys. He's going to ask me, go, you play in a band? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What instrument do you that's play? A, yeah, what instrument? I'm going to think play? you're probably play the skin flute. Man. Hey. <laughs> Joe, just a little joke. Well, Don't get too we, uncomfortable. I think we all played that every some, once in a while. Some days you're just impossible. You really are. Some days, very impossible. Some. Some. Well, give me the credit and say most. I'm going to say, I'm going to say <laughs> only on days ending with Y. No, there you just, go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Finally, Finally, you're talking some sense. Yes. I've been talking since the last four years. There's bro. the honesty. <laughs> four years, you've been alive for 60. Just for four. <laughs> the last four okay. years, I finally nailed it. Let, let's get let's get to the other uh, pigskin beef here. No, you're, shut you're up one, over there. You're the one with all the daughters, though. How are you going to feel? I I think you know how I'm going to feel. Well, his daughters are. Do I need to nails. tell you how I'm going to feel? I'm going to have questions about the guy who comes over to date my daughter and his fingernails are painted. I'm going to have questions. Is it Halloween? Are you doing a bit? Yeah. Is this funny? Or is this just a part of your getup? I would like to know, and that's a fair question to ask. And if you have fingernails you're painted and you're a dude and someone asks you about it, you shouldn't be offended because it's a little bit like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Unless the rest of your attire is clearly you play an instrument, you, you're you in the punk rock band. Then, yeah. Okay, then I get it. Cool. The devil thought he had me, but I got away! Women, 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 women. Now, <laughs> to the other pigskin beef. All right, let's get to this. Robert Griffin the third, damn right. Versus Jay Gruden. I'm all for this. This Bob is fantastic. Also. Bob Griffin. Bob oh, G three. Bob. Whoa, Bob. This happened the other night when some. Oh, it was Jalen. It was Jalen Hurts. Yes, Jalen Hurts was, was, was Bucks be, and Eagles. He was I'm being fighting his knees. Fight that thing. Oh, he he's being hounded. Uh, Jalen Hurts is by the Blitz, and Jay Gruden is watching <laughs> from his couch, probably a little hammered, and you think he's. 
he's he's feeling bad for Jalen Hurts as Jalen Hurts is consistently under duress. And so he tweets something out of like, man, I hope I never I never put a quarterback in the situation that old Jalen Hurts has been put in here. And uh, Robert Griffin III <laughs> sends out a tweet with his, like a like a selfie where he's got his glasses down. And he's kind of looking at Jay Gruden like, the, really? He's going to the top of his uh, the glasses? Yes, what? yes. Because Jay Gruden was the coach for Robert Griffin III in, in Washington for, I guess, a couple of seasons. And so then that starts the back and forth. And... Uh, and, and Jay Gruden responds back to RG3 the other night. He's like, what, you weren't prepared, Robert? Because I, I guess that's what Jay Gruden was alleging. Like, Jalen Hurts doesn't even look prepared for what's yeah. going on out here. Like, his coaches have failed him. Right. And so Jay's like, dude, you weren't prepared, Robert? Uh, and then Robert Griffin is responding like, no. Like, I was, I, was being, I was being crushed for the entire duration of my time as the quarterback in Washington. The offensive line is getting me killed and all these different things. And Jay Gruden responds, you're right. We didn't have a good a good enough staff. Sorry. Hope all is well with you. So Jay Gruden starts to point the finger at his coaching staff there, which is pretty good. Uh, and then we have this sound of Robert Griffin on his own podcast. Mm-hmm. And listen to him explain as to why he's now kind of coming after Jay Gruden a little bit. So if Jay Gruden really wants to talk, I'm not going to cuss the man out. <laughs> I'm not going to call him outside of his name. But what I am going to do is tell you guys the truth. And the truth of the matter is, there is a moment in D.C. that is vividly remembered. Jay Gruden went to a press conference, and he undressed me at that press conference in a way that a coach should never undress his starting quarterback. It was after a game, and I said in the press conference that the best players in the NFL have the guys around them play at an extremely high level. No one is out there doing it on their own. Now, the the media pundits and everyone took that and said, RG3 threw his teammates under the bus. And I had to eat that for a long time because Jay didn't back me in the media the next day. He doubled down on it uh, and and actually picked me apart in the media. But what people don't know is that the only reason I went to that press conference and said what I said to challenge my teammates through that press conference was because Jay Gruden asked me to do that. What hurt me about that was the fact that after I did that in the press conference, not only did Jay Gruden not have my back, but he actually burned me with it. He came out the next day and burned me in the media. He came out the next day in a meeting in our team meeting room and burned me in front of my own teammates. Took accountability for what I said. He was taken out of context and apologized to my teammates in the front of that team meeting. Now, Jay, knowing that he had asked me to do that, and still went to the media and tore me down to the media, even in that room. It's the fact that he has zero self-awareness and zero integrity. Because even though he asked me to do something, he didn't have the balls to have my back. Mm. So uh, that is certainly uh, a damning perspective and there. now you know the rest of the story. On Jay Gruden. Uh, yeah. Well, you know a side of it. I mean, I don't know that you're not necessarily getting to the truth I, on either one of these things. They both have their perspectives on it, much like everything else. Des Bryant sits down with the pivot. Is everything he's saying is just 100% right, or are you going to poke holes in it? You're probably yeah. going to poke holes in it. Like, wow. Des, did you ever rehab your, your injuries to the fullest extent that a professional no, million-dollar no, athlete should? No. Okay. So he's probably not going to say that. So but, it's his truth. This is Robert Griffin's. This is Jay Gruden's. I don't know who's right here, but I do know that Jay Gruden... Then followed up with, you weren't good enough, Kirk was better, Cleveland didn't want you, Baltimore didn't either, quit blaming me.
But the, the Jay Gruden didn't have the cojones to stand by it because he then deleted that tag, uh, that tweet. Yeah, yeah, and he should have. Uh, there's a lot of people that are siding with Jay on this one, which is, hey, I'm sure people are going to go ahead and pick pick their fighter on this. All That's- I know is we dodged one hell of a bullet. That could have been a nightmare. Well, the likes we have never seen in this division. It's what I saw in 2012, his rookie year. Yeah. He oh, my gosh, I know. If he oh wouldn't have gotten gosh, hurt. He was phenomenal. Yeah, and that, that was it. Like, the coaching, dude, your coaching staff, you had Matt LaFleur on that staff, you had Kyle Shanahan, and you had Sean McVay. And they were cooking, dude. The staff was damn good. Now, the yeah. issue was playing him hurt, and that's where they messed well, up. Well, yeah. And he I'm definitely sure he was, had the coaching. He, now, was, talking about, he was talking about probably great. the next couple of years when he was trying to come back post-injury. That yeah. was a different RG3. 100%. You know, that, that RG3 can't say, man, right. I was playing great, my teammates stunk everybody stunk he couldn't he could not come back from the injury right yeah i don't know yeah. for yeah. sure no, for they sure screwed him. they shouldn't have played him in that playoff game against seattle yeah that that's definitely that's that's on the coaching staff for throwing him out there when he was clearly banged up there and then that uh totally changed the course of his career um but how, how uncomfortable would it be to be jay gruden every day walking in knowing <laughs> that you're one of the worst coaches on your own staff you're like, gosh, dang it, I'm looking at McVeigh, I'm looking at Shanahan, I'm looking at LaFleur, I'm looking at like a Mike McDaniel, and I'm sitting here, Jay Gruden, going, wow, everyone in this room is better and smarter than Who me. He doesn't belong. I got to fight to keep this job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, boys. Man. There it is, in addition to Football's Finest here on the G-Back Nation. Uh, we have another beef coming up at 440, our beef with Sean Sharif. He's made big promises about coming after our heads. Ooh. And uh, we'll have the audio for you on that coming up at 440. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com at 5. Woolchuck's Top 10 coming up next. Where are you taking us? National Popcorn Day. What is your favorite movie theater snack? We got the Top 10 movie theater snacks ranked. That's next. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back, nation. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Our first football Friday without the Cowboys, but they'll be back. And, and more importantly, uh, the Texas Rangers in spring training is now right around the corner as we continue the greatest offseason in Texas Rangers history. This segment of the nation is brought to you by Soda, state of the art. And here he is with your top 10, the Wooly Bully, Zach with an H. Thank you very much. Happy National Popcorn Day. Uh, popcorn, a delicious snack every day. If you would like it, you can have it at the movies or just at home. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. But I've got the top 10 specific movie theater snacks. Whenever you oh. go, and I know Brian never goes to the movie theater. If he watches a movie just at home or maybe probably on an airplane or a bus somewhere. He used to frequent those adult theaters. Yeah, yeah those are always fun to check Paris out. Paris Adult Theater, yeah, I was there all the time. Yeah, I mean, that that's one that's right up his alley. No mm-hmm. no question. Yeah. Uh, but 877-881-1053, what is your favorite movie theater snack? Now, I do think the the one that you just bring from home, I know, Eric, you've got uh, you know quite a few stories of that with your brothers. You know, you go and go to Wendy's, pick up a couple yeah. of junior bacon cheeseburgers, yeah. just stuff them in the pocket. 
unwrap them. The hoodie pocket, not the pants we, pocket. We brought up the other day with the Packer fans bringing in their own brats. Pocket impressive pocket brat. I saw a couple of those, too, floating around. Yeah, yeah you, sne- you sneak in your own. Can can I can I throw in the Raisinets? Okay, the Raisinets will be in the top ten. Are they, okay, I just, yeah. yeah the raisins, when I do go to the movies, I will get Raisinets. Are you generally a raisin guy? I love raisins. Okay. I do love raisins. Prunes, I'll say. Like I, prunes. Honestly, Dawson could probably use some prunes right I, I, now. I've it, never had you prunes. You got fibers. You're all right. Yeah. But raisins all day. You know, for whatever reason, when I go to the movies, uh, I do like hot tamales more than mm-hmm. otherwise. And probably due to a childhood fascination with E.T., I like the Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces are so damn good. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy the cookie dough bites or the bunch of crunch. Sometimes you'll even, you know, put the bunch of crunch in with the popcorn. I know people do that with the Raisinets. Yeah. And actually, when we went to Oxnard and we saw Oppenheimer, Bobby Belt got the Raisinets. And I, I just have never been a guy that saw the intrigue in the Raisinette. He gave me one. I, I'll tell you one. I said, you know what, guys? Yeah. I'm sorry for doubting and shaming yeah. you all these years. That's good. on me. It's one of the good ways you can eat a raisin. They're pretty good. That and raisin brand. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a raisinette. No, the Junior Mint's another one in my game. Junior Mint, okay. Yeah. All right. I like I, the Junior Mint. I want to add those to popcorn. The it's Junior Mint? Hot tamales, Junior Mints. Yeah. You know, any sort of little candy okay. that you get a lot of, it, it, it creates a delightful mix of sweet and salty. The Reese's so, Pieces. So, so no real, yeah. no butter when we do this, right? No. No what? butter. I'm not going heavy butter, no. Really? No butter when you put that when you the, put that stuff in the candy in well, there, see, right? See, I think the key is you okay. gotta ask for layered butter. You know, and now they're they're getting I mean, every movie theater you go to it's a little I bit different. I wouldn't do that, Dawson. You wanna go layered? I, I no, I wouldn't I, if you're if you're mixing you don't want the with, butter to be mixed with the candy. I don't want, the, candy, I don't want, I don't want my junior mint to taste like I get what butter. you're saying. You just want more of a, like a kettle popcorn. Sometimes I'm just going straight popcorn. Right. And in that case, All the butter. we're going layered. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think butter is I, I think, divine. I think the, that butter they put on there is too much. Really? Too much. I'm Goodness. with Brian on this. I think that I get they nice. get I think they get overzealous on the, the pump thing. Yeah. Well now you, you can kind of control it yourself. I could use like oh, a misting yeah. of that butter. I haven't been there that long. I haven't yeah. seen that. Like got a, the just setup a crop now. dusting sort of yeah. situation. Yeah. Oh, that's that's you don't, you don't want a kernel saturated with that butter. No, you don't. I think no. some kid gets too ambitious. Well, so now it's it's not even necessarily the kids that are doing it anymore. You're you're gonna get your own popcorn bucket and you can take it over and yeah. fill the butter however you want to. Do they charge you for the butter? No. Okay. No, it's just like the ballpark. You like get your brat, stamp. and then you walk over to like the mustard oh, and ketchup area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're all That's set. That's how long I have not been to a movie. <laughs> yes, which is why I'm not taking a lot of your takes here very seriously. Like, oh, too much I, butter I, is not good. You're I, an idiot, and you're wrong on that. It's a big step in the right direction, Wolchuk. <laughs> okay, Wolchuk, like, do you have to, like, bring a beach towel in there with you yeah, to get all the butter off your big old face? Yes. I'm wiping it off. Look at him lashing out. I'm wiping like, the towels. That's, that's what I'm saying, though, man. They, they put too much butter on that well, thing. Like, you could have just said face. Oh, I said his big face because I could see butter all over his big face. Hey, it, does, I, it does start to stick in the beard. I mean, he's on to something here. You say no, that for later. It's I, a little beard oil. I grab extra napkins. I do. Oh, I'm not bringing a damn yeah. beach towel in, Brian. Excuse me, uh, ma'am. Could I have some? Na- and you just take the whole roll with you. I have yeah. taken the whole damn thing with you. Oh. Exactly. Okay, and you're sitting there, and you got that tub thing in your lap. Mm-hmm. Any seepage through into no. the pants? No, 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 th- no. <laughs> hey, no. Seriously, the sturdiness of these of the of the popcorn bucket when you go extra large style, Man. like the, the sturdiness is insane. You're not going to get. You're seepage. not getting Who any seepage. Who finishes that? Who finishes the giant bucket? Me and Wolchuk. <laughs> I think we finish it together in tandem. Come on, dude. Oh, you share? Yeah, usually. I mean, if we sharing. go together, I'm sharing. Yeah. With with Wolchuk. So you and let, I'll share with mine. I don't like, mind. My man, if, my if man we're sharing. He can put his sausage fingers all up in there. It's my fine. man pees on his hands in our bathroom and he's digging into your popcorn bucket. Okay, I should probably rethink sharing with Eric. 
Yeah. I don't pee on my hands I unless think, it's spring training and I'm trying to toughen them up, dude. Bro, I was that's it. the other day. I think you were peeing on your hands. What? <laughs> I think I heard some splashing going on. And you saved I didn't want to say wait, anything. You saved that for this moment? You didn't come I, out of the gates with it after that? I don't know who pees on the floor, too. That's another problem we have here. We're all trying to figure I that out. I think that might be you. Dude, you do some gross stuff. I know, but I'm not peeing on the floor. I think you are. I it think does, you're not. It, he's it not, does look like somebody is. When we go into that bathroom, it's like somebody says, bleep this urinal, I'm going right here on the floor. Somebody just completely Splish, just splash, I'm taking a floor. urine bath. It's gross. And you're sharing popcorn bucket with pee well, hands. You know what? I am going to listen and take this advice for the future. Uh, just well, I'll make sure he washes his hands before. Otherwise, we share everything. He is not. He will for me. If I ask nicely, no, he, he will. Listen, no, I'm not washing my hands, but I'm also not peeing on the floor. Okay? Yeah, I've never can we, can we get has, this? I don't want the narratives, you know the headlines. It, you heard it yesterday. He asked Baldy the question. He goes, hey, sometimes you don't wash Baldy. And Baldy goes, oh, no, not all the time. I did not lead, I did not lead him. And he, got, he goes, I'm t- that's what I'm talking about, Baldy. Damn it. He did. You I led ju- with that. He I said, did not, I'm not, oh, Baldy, you're right. <laughs> I did not lead the interviewee. I said, true or false, Baldy always washes his hands after going number one. That's what I said. I didn't he, say, Baldy, you don't wash your hands, do you? I didn't lead him down that but path. When, when he said he didn't wash his hands, you were like happy. I was. Because you're the same dude. He okay. was happy. I didn't say, Baldy, do you pee on the floor like me? Yeah, you do pee on the floor. That's I, next week. Are you admitting? You I, peed on the floor? No. I think there's this something going on there. I do. I really right, can do. I get a, can I, My get, man doesn't pay attention. You know what? Bleep all of you. Lucius, where are you going with your favorite movie theater snacks? Favorite movie theater snacks? Ah, uh, yeah. Margarita. Whoa. Chicken strips. That's <laughs> a beast right That's there. all I've been getting for the past 15, <laughs> 20 years, bro. Yes, because now, yeah. I mean, the, it, it's it's delicious. We've got Alamo Draft House. We've got Movie House and Eatery. You've got Studio okay. Movie Girl. Even now, we've got bars at the Cinemark and the AMC. So, you get so we're getting liquored there. up, baby. Yeah, yeah, can I ask Lucius a question? What's up? Yes. Lucius, when like their people are moving around serving others, does it distract you from watching the movie? A little bit. And, and you hear the knives and forks clanging yeah, around. people asking dumb questions. Yeah. So if I get a number six, yeah. can I get the... Hey, man, just... <laughs> there you go. That's why you need there to come early and then ask the questions. Lucius is ordering yes. the margarita and the strips. No, the strips. Yeah, because yeah, it's dark, so you just need something you can grab and, yeah. you know, just yeah. put in your mouth real fast. My girl, though, she will go to the movies to buy popcorn and leave. Okay. I'm glad buy you brought this up. popcorn and leave. She'll buy a ticket to To come to back get home in? to Gentlemen? play her video game, uh, what is it, Harry Potter or something? Oh, she's playing that? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, wow. I've heard, I've heard that game is amazing, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all Supposed she does. Supposed to be pretty great. <laughs> shout out to, shout to Val. She can does. you play Quidditch? Is that what you call it, I the game? I think you can. With the brooms? I've never, I haven't played it yet. But yes, Quidditch Which, is the broom game. Oh, sounds I fun. Think My guy knows. You've seen the movies. You're closely. You said really? Brooms? Quietly a, yeah. a, a big oh, Harry, Harry I Potter fan. you said fan. boobs. No, I wouldn't say boobs. Oh. Uh, well, we all love boobs. I can't hear too well over here. Sorry. You're not supposed to say boobs. <laughs> not? This is the crustiest segment you've ever had, Brian, and I love it, man. Number 10, Reese's Pieces. Wait drinking again. There you go. Reese's Pieces comes in at 10. Yeah, the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good at the movies. Get excited about that. Nine is like the it. gummy bears or sour patch kids, but boobs. your gummy treats boobs. coming in at boobs. nine. The 817 Texan sour patch kids. Did you say boobs? I said boobs. That's your favorite movie theater treat? Yeah, at the adult theater. Number eight is the Raisinettes. <laughs> Are those still a thing? Yeah. yeah, they be packed early in the morning, bro. I'll be on my way over here, and there's two of them off of 35. Parking lots is packed. I'm in the wrong business. What? Yeah, they keep the doors packed, bro. 
The Nissan Rogue. Sun up to sun down. The Nissan Rogue's over there hanging Sex out. Sex is a profitable business. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Ultimas over somebody there. Somebody to disinfect Ultimas. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Just mm, press one button. It's so sticky. It's <laughs> so sticky on the floor. This floor's so sticky. Number seven, nachos and cheese. Why would you have cheese without the nachos? I mean, they they go together. Nachos and cheese as a yeah, that's a good uh, yeah, that's a good point. That'd be nachos no-cho. and cheese. The cheese the cheese is assumed Damn there. Uh, number six is hot dogs. Okay. Number five is the Twizzlers. Man, eat uh, plastic. Eat I plastic. can hear the overrated chance now. Yeah, eat, I agree. Eat, eat plastic there. Number four M and M's. Boom. Number three pretzels. Ooh. Like the soft. Soft, yeah. soft, not the hard. I had Jeez. some of those for the first time. Okay. Yeah, they're fire. Thank you. It's fantastic. What'd you dip it? Mustard? Cheese, cheese and mustard. Okay. There's different little sauces. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. You did bro. it right. right. The warmer, the better, and it's good when you're drinking. And to circle back to you talking Facts. about, hey, uh, wifey's going in to get the popcorn and leave, DoorDash now has Cinemark available, where you can literally DoorDash Cinemark popcorn or concessions. That's brilliant. It's insane. Number two is the Icy. A bottle of water. Oh my gosh! Yes, the, like the, the the Coke icy. Yes. You say bottle of water. Bottle of water. I usually do get a bottle of water there. My man, DoorDash and bottles of water over oh. there. Oh <laughs> yeah, to the hotel room. Yeah. In my Oxnard. Man, my man cannot get away from the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a bottle of water here. <laughs> Couldn't imagine Could walking I? across the street oh, or the lobby. No. Uh, and then number one is popcorn on National Popcorn Day. That is the favorite movie theater snack. In the in the midst of video game playing, if Dawson could find a way to DoorDash someone going to the bathroom for him, he would do that. Hey, DoorDash, what is that, 12 can, bucks? You hey, DoorDash, do can you get a guy to host a radio show for me for five hours? Please, please. Oh, five? We're getting close. Maybe three or four. Software can't handle that, sir. Oh, man. That's Th- your top ten today. Thank you, sir. Okay, we have a little beef with Sean Sharif. If you heard this morning, it, it, it appears he's got some big plans for coming after us. So we got to, uh, you know, take a listen and strategize with you next yeah. in the nation. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is a, a Friday coming up at 5 o'clock. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com. And then at 520, what you're drinking and what you're thinking. I would really not recommend eating 20 slices of cheese in a sandwich or otherwise. I, I feel just horrible now. I, I feel like I've made the worst eating decisions of my life for an entire weekend, and I'm dealing with the aftermath. And that's just uh, two hours and 20 minutes after I began this uh, this bet payoff, the Bangkok burger. And I, I feel like I want to throw up, but... Uh, Unfortunately, I can't do that right now. Uh, well, anyway, here's Woolchuck with something else that might want to make me throw up. Our beef with Sean Sharif. So yesterday, uh, and, and it was brilliant. I thought it was one of the better crusties corners we've had. I've had Sharif's beef uh, before, by the way. And it's good. It's a damn good beef. Yeah, everything that Sean has ever cooked, much like Brian, has, has always been pretty delightful. Although we could not top Gavin's wings. The orange magic still reigns supreme. And he have got his ass him? kicked on that day. I have not had him. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, in the in the battle, the wing oh, yeah. you guys no. had. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was on soda he got uh, when, when you brought him in, so I, I couldn't like, couldn't have him at that point. Dawson was the Packers, and Sean was the front runners. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but so if you missed it, Krusty's Corner, Brian went ahead and did 105 through the fan version of promotions promotion night. And so for Sean, you did you know the kitty gloves, kids batting glove night. It was meathead night for yeah. RJ. And we determined it was Nolan Ryan uh, beef needs yes, to be involved. Right, that, that was very important. Coach then, Ball Sack, uh, bike coaching short night. Yes, for for Mikey. Yeah, uh, Corey Majors, uh, flat beer night. Right, mm-hmm. flat beer and grits. And then Bobby and was the the bad beard. Bad beard night. Bad yeah. beard night. 
So Peyton went ahead and pulled it, and he played each individual uh, for them in, in our thoughts. And Sean, you know, and we knew that he would be, uh, was not happy. And he is working, I think, on a bigger clapback to us. But this was his first initial thoughts after hearing the audio of the Tiny Hands Night. That was good. Yeah. Uh, sitting on uh, sitting on the revenge, uh, <laughs> building it up. I have some things that are probably over the line that I'm going to think about. Oh, oh you're gonna have to rope. Uh, you're gonna have to rope others in this because at first you thought it was just Dawson or, or, or Broadus. Yeah. You have to get Dawson and Eric and everybody else into this now. Yeah. Well, Dawson will probably change his opinion about me tomorrow. Like oh, he does his no. Dax stuff. Whoa. Oh no! Uh, I'm surprised Tiafalo got permission from his wife to speak. Oh, oh my God. God. And um, and then I'm coming for Broadus more so than anyone else. I'll be uh, I'll be responding here momentarily. What about Walchuk? Walchuk didn't, 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 didn't go hard on you. Yeah. He didn't go yeah, he talked about Bobby speed walking. Speed walking. Yeah, yeah. Bobby uh, does speed walking. He flails the arm. Yeah, Lucia said I'm like a wave hitting the beach. Yeah. When I just... <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a great. That's a great. It was line. an accurate depiction. That is a, that's I mean, a very very good description. Line. Like when we're at Nobu and the waves hit the rock. Yeah, and the <laughs> arms are just flailing. That's Bobby standing right there, yeah. That's yeah, absolutely fair. You can hear it coming sometimes before you even see it coming. But I think it was really the, uh, you know, he's got a big mouth comment that, that set Sean off, even more than the tiny hands, because he's been there before. I mean, the tiny hands, him comparing with Tiffany Gomez when she was in studio, made our 2023 best of fan camp, you know. So everyone knows about the tiny hands stuff. I think it was more so the Dawson, he does have a big mouth. Well, I, I thought that was kind of a compliment. You know, I think as a radio host, you'd want to be known as a big mouth. You know, and I mm-hmm. thought I thought Sean, with because he has good self-awareness, he would know he's a big mouth, you know, yeah. at least on the show. I mean, away from the show, he's a little bit quieter. He's a sweetheart. But he can definitely be a, a, a big mouth there uh, when you when you have the family dinner, you know. Did he's you? there holding court. It's true. Talking <laughs> way too loud. Yeah. That's Not as loud as Bobby, but. Nobody's loves Bobby. Um, Gosh. But, you know, just to, just to clarify here, because this is the second time this has come up. This week with the flip flopping, uh, number one. While I did, I did pick the Cowboys to beat the Packers, uh, and I did promise. You know, I thought they were going to make the the NFC title game. I never thought they were actually good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then what was the other thing? All, all my Dak opinions. Yeah, after they beat like Philadelphia or Seattle, and I came on and I was like, you know, I was wrong, guys. Apparently, this guy is a, an all timer. You know, he's mm. he's Aaron Rodgers in his prime. He's Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people don't can't tell when I'm being sarcastic. And that hurts sometimes. Yeah. So they actually thought that day that I had been convinced like some of these idiots out there. Not very many. Most of you out there are very smart Cowboys fans. And, you know, Dak Prescott operates in the gray area between pretty good and really good. Mm-hmm. You know, but not everybody knew that I was being facetious at that time, Wolchuk. So I wanted to, I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, go figure. I didn't actually mean. I, I thought he was one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I've, I have, I don't. I swear, <laughs> I have not changed my opinion on this team and how good they are for three years, and I don't think I've changed my opinion on Dak for four years. You have been the doubter, and in, and you're 100 percent right on that. Yeah, but like the rest of us, you bought into the home. Yeah, I thought they'd win at home. And they'd be able to, I, to make it to the NFC Championship game. I had no idea last week as we were preparing and giving predictions that that even I was massively 
overvaluing this team. I think, I think Michael, we all did. Michael Lombardi was fantastic this morning when breaking down just how flawed the group is. You know, and yeah. once once Diggs went out and Leighton Vanderish was out, you have no linebackers. You have nobody that can really cover. I mean, that's not Diggs' strong suit either. But the way he started this season, he he had appeared to transform from like a big risk uh, corner into an actual really good player. Uh, you know, in every way that you'd want a corner. Now it was early on. We'll see how the whole season plays out. But you know, your defensive tackles were a big letdown. You know, there were so many things about this yeah. team that. Um, you know, should have prevented me or made. And, you know, mm-hmm. even going into last year, I was like, dude, I'm going to be ready for it this time. If injuries happen that create massive holes in the team, I'm not going to buy in. And I thought, well, hey, the NFC is so down. Dak might actually be the best quarterback in the NFC. This yeah. should be yeah. this should be the time. But I think it's I think it's notable. And I would love I'd love to really press the Joneses on this and have a candid conversation with them. You're seeing worse quarterbacks than Dak make it to the NFC title game in the Super Bowl constantly. Yes. Doesn't that tell you we're now in an era where the entire roster is more important than the quarterback? You know what? I'm starting to dance with you here. Okay. Well, I think with Mahomes and the struggles that even the Chiefs have had this year, it shows hey, you. Hey, if that you got Mahomes, it's more important to have the quarterback. Well, if you don't. Well, yeah, yeah because even him. Their roster, but their roster at receivers not any good. Right, exactly. Like we've even seen them not quite be at the height of their powers. Yeah. And they're showing Nick Foles, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff. These dudes are getting there and Baker winning Mayfield. It. Yeah, Baker Mayfield might be getting to the NFC title game right now. I, well, I mean, I yeah. just think they believe, hey, like they're in 1999. We have a franchise quarterback. We got our ticket. We got a chance. And they're they're sitting around watching better rosters with inferior quarterbacks beat them every year for like a decade straight now in the NFC. Uh, I think I think it's something that, that, that yeah, every team needs to be thinking man. about. People will look at it and say, well, how many all pros do they have on that team? Is it a bad roster? And then Michael Lombardi was talking that, I mean, are they that talented? And I think maybe that is our fault as well, that we oversell the talent and how good that this team really is. Because they biggest, do have a lot of holes. My biggest problem was that Mike McCarthy told me he was going to work on the running game, and it never got better. No, it didn't. Mike McCarthy told me that he was going to work on the penalties. It never got better. Went backwards. Went backwards. Three yeah. straight years. Team building, how you looking at quarterback, Chief? I mean, I still view the quarterback as as the single most important part for sure. But if if you have to know what you have at quarterback and build the roster accordingly. Mm-hmm. All righty, Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com joins us next right here. G-Back Nation, home of the Cowboys.